That's right. Welcome, everybody, to the CBC Wisdom Hour, number 156 for Thursday, November 11th, 11 2021. I'm Steve yeah. Witchell in New Orleans. Tony B, coming to you from New Jersey. What's happening? I love 11-11. There's 11 people watching right now, too. 11-11-11. 11-11s are good, man. I when like you see 11-11 in your life, that means something. Pay attention to what you're thinking right at that time. Yeah, I see Because it it's significant. Time. Welcome, everybody watching. If you're watching live, come on in and say hello. Tell us where you're from. We're happy to uh, acknowledge you and talk back to you and answer any questions or address any comments. Hey, Facebook uh, user. Yeah, if you're watching in the Facebook CBC group, you need to click on a link to let StreamYard show your name. Everywhere else, you're fine. But in the group, you need to do that. Yeah. So we know who you are. Um, if you're watching a replay, though, um, you could still comment on stuff. We'll see it later. Uh, but it is uh, 8 o'clock, 8.02 Eastern Time, p.m., and uh, which would be 5.02 Pacific Time, p.m. So if you're not watching it in that time equivalent in your time zone, then you're watching the replay. Louis, but you can watch. It's not 9.02. He forgot to set his clock back. This guy's been working oh, oh, for a, okay, week, yeah. a week ahead of everybody. He's had some an time. An hour ahead, yeah. Um, and uh, you can watch all the replays on our YouTube channel. Please subscribe to that. The link is in the description. It is youtube.com slash Central. No, he uh, was getting ready to leave, Steve. He thought this show was over. I'm like, dude, it's just starting. What are you talking he's about? Just, yeah, he's he's got to work on that. Ray's in. Uh, Fix your watch right now. Yeah. Ray, my friend Ray is in, in uh, Charlottesville. Big, big Ray. Virginia. Great guy. Uh, very motivated, professional musician. Um, big Ray. I like Ray a lot. Um so yeah, I don't know Ray, uh, but I have a friend of mine, Ray, and we used to call him Ray. Do you call Big Ray <laughs> Ray? You call him Ray like that? You say no, Ray. Like Why would you do that? I don't know. Just something oh, you okay. do. Just a thing you did. Call him Ray. Yeah, Ray. Like okay, like a ray of sunshine, Steve. You know, yeah, Uncontainable. Rays are good for things. They are like that. Um, so. We like to, anybody that's new to this show, we like to kind of, Tony and I kind of uh, recap on things that are happening in our lives. And then we have a topic that we discuss and uh, generally look at your comments regarding that comment, uh, re regarding that topic in the Caravan Central Facebook group. So we're going to do that today. I asked a question on Tuesday, Tony, because I was anticipating that we were going to do a show. Mm -hmm. So I, I around uh, 5 p.m., 5.30 p.m., my time, so about it an hour and a half, two hours before the show, I put this question in the group. People are still answering it today. So it must this be is, a really important question. It's a, well, no, I would not call it important at all, but I would call it engaging and mm. certain. And I have only read the first couple comments, so I haven't seen the whole thing. So I'll be seeing these for the first time. And you will as so well. We can and have we, our reactions. We can be like, holy cow. Man. We like to. Yeah. We, we like we, we like to keep it real here and have those real reactions. Yeah, we so we're kind of doing like a reaction video thing within our little podcast thing. When we remember to do it. Yeah, well, I think we've been consistent lately, so. Yeah, you know. but I mean, expression-wise, you know, you got to have some like. Yeah, well, yeah. Cool. yeah. Keep keep it real. Keep it natural. That's what I say. All right, 88 people watching now. Please come in and say hi. All we right. are uh, we are live here as we're broadcasting. I'm in New Orleans. Tony's in New Jersey. Yeah. And we do this every week. Uh, we're doing it Thursday. We usually do it on Tuesday at 8 o'clock Eastern. Um, but uh, this week was different because we had to work around schedules. Special week. We want to do it on 11-11, so we postponed the show. Special for tonight. Right. So 88, see, 11, 1, 1, 88, 88. Right. It was 11 to start with. It's it's already the magic's already happening, Steve. Right, Johnny Fever is uh, from Come On FM. I don't know what that is, but wasn't Johnny Fever the DJ on a uh, WKRP in Cincinnati? Yes, he was. I like Johnny Fever, and Bernie uh, uh, is in the Philippines. Philippines, all, the way all right, on the other side of the world. Welcome here, Gary's in St. Louis. Gary Harrison, welcome one and all. We really appreciate you here, and uh, we definitely uh, enjoy the feedback that we get from you and get into conversations here and include you in this show. It, it's uh, Because it's a big community. It's like a big group hug. Well, look at like two weeks ago, that that gentleman that posed the question made a video of our answers and posted it himself on YouTube. 
That's very right. He's inspirational. Great, very cool. Yeah, very cool. He so he got something out of what yeah. the, the 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 wisdom part of this, the real wisdom part of this, and and uh, used it for himself. So, uh, Jamie's in Wichita, Kansas, right in the smack dab Checking in the middle in. of the country. That Mustang, like that. And Dave is in the uh, Nanuet. Um, yeah. He said, we'd love to chat about IEMs and small gigs. We have talked about IEMs quite a bit, Dave, here uh, on previous shows, and we will do it again probably uh, at some point. But, um, yeah. Big proponent of, of in-ears for sure. Yeah. There, there's uh, people for and against them, and yeah. I've used both, and I have my opinions on both. But Yeah. Uh, John's in the Big D, which is Dallas, Texas. What's up, yeah. John? And Carlos said, uh, oopsie, there we go. First time around, what are we doing? You just wait right. and see, Carlos. Carlos you're, you're you have to stick you, around. You have to stick around and find out. You have to, you? Yes. You know, we're only seven minutes in, so go get okay, some so, cocktail or a drink or beverage of your choice and sit back and relax. That's right. Sam's in Australia. What's up, mate? And uh, all right, so we got some people answering the question, too, because I did put it in the description. That's so, good. But, That's good. So but, but before we get to that, I have a, a cool, pretty cool update to tell you and tell the audience. People will follow my story. I've been playing for the uh, last 11 years full-time, most of the time in New Orleans on yep. Bourbon Street. And recently had COVID in the summer and then lost my gig because they decided to keep the guy who was subbing for me. So I haven't worked since mid-July. So that's a good four months now. Yeah, yeah about yeah. four months, I would say. I haven't yeah. I haven't really worked. I had one gig. So I got a call yesterday from a gentleman who is a singer and um, is the the lead the band leader of a band I played with five years ago. And that the band mm. was called No Idea. And we uh, they do mostly weddings, corporate events, casinos, the big gigs. Very good band, very, very good musicians. You know, that's that's, that's top notch. This is A, a stuff. Um, and I played with them for about six months. And uh, I got a call from him asking me if I was available to play a steady gig that they have. It's a three-night gig once a month in a place called Tunica, Mississippi, which is northern Mississippi. And it is a six-hour drive from here. Okay. Okay, okay, what, how far is it by CBC helicopter? I'll have to it's check like with the pilot. Minutes, so you'd be, yeah, check with the pilot. I have to check with the pilot. Yeah, probably about 45 minutes. We should get that thing fired up. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, month, it's three night gig, six hours. You sleep over and you play three nights and you stay there for three days and then you come back. That is correct. And we get our own hotel rooms each. Uh, we get food, free food. And the pay is good. You know, it's it's not killer, yeah. killer, but it's good. Oh, um, you get comped, all that stuff. It's good. Yeah, especially for a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, when normally you wouldn't be playing. That's the, Those are the nights it's on. Right, right, right. That's right, because yeah. you usually be off on Mondays. Yeah, most most bands play on the weekends, you know, so you don't generally have Monday gigs. So that to have something like that is, is pretty cool. And once a month, driving six hours, not bad. I'll carpool with my buddy Glenn, he's a guitar player in the band. And we're we're very good friends. So is that uh, Glenn who I jam with at the swamp? That is. Yeah. Yeah, Glenn. Say hello. That's great. I will. I talk to Glenn all the time. He's he's oh, one yeah. of my best friends here. So you're gonna and do it? I I accepted it. Yes, and uh, I'm waiting for 100% confirmation. Um, and waiting for songs to learn. So I'm gonna have to shed for uh for a little while on music because these guys are top notch. You can't go in and play the wrong note. When's the first yeah. gig? It's December twelfth, so I have a month. Hmm, okay, so I have plenty of time. Easy I'll probably, peasy, bro. They wouldn't have I'll, called you if they weren't confident that you were the guy. Yeah, he said uh, he was. I was his first call, which was really flattering and and nice to hear. And um, uh, I, I've I've learned more songs in less time before. But I'm really I'm really going to shed on these. I'm gonna, as soon as I get that list, I'm going to start on them. And uh, and do them over and over and over again. So I really know by the time gig time comes, I've already played it on stage with them ten times in my in my mind. Uh, repetition and is key. What a great lesson to be taken from this, Steve. Right? So you fall on some unfortunate circumstances with COVID, right? Through one misfortune or another, you lose your gig with the band, 
And at first right. it's shocking and it's like, how could they betray me like that? And it's hard to understand. And like we always say, it's because that door is closing because another door is opening and a better thing is awaiting you. And you need to shed that like some old skin, right, to get to the new adventure and that awaits you on your journey. And here right. you are. You're not going out looking for it. You're not pursuing it. It comes and finds you because you put it out there, you know, and that's your intention. And you had even said it like, I'm not looking for a full-time gig right now. You know, I want to yeah. focus on CBC. If something comes yep. along and I can do a, a, a thing here or there, so I still can get enjoyment out of playing, I'll do it. But I'm not looking for a steady five nights, six nights a week gig and comes along your three night on early in the week, you know, ideally when you'd want to have it. Right. So your weekends are free and the rest of your week is free. And now, you know, for the foreseeable future, you have a, a better gig with probably equal or better musicians than you had in the other band and sounds like a better venue. Yeah. Yeah. All around better. And everything that you just said is correct. I, 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 I wasn't like, I'm, I'm not looking to play. I'm looking to just focus on cover band central 100% and stuff is coming to me and I've turned down a couple things too. Um, but this seemed I it seemed like ideal to fit in exactly what you just said i was like i want to play with the people i want to play with when i want to play i don't want i want to be doing five nights a week anymore yeah yeah and uh and these you know if i were to pick any musicians to play with it would be these people they're very very good they're they're uh, the, the singer band leader has a very high standard um so and it, it's it can be intimidating for a lot of musicians because if you if you screw up, he's going to notice, and he's going to you're going to know that he noticed. You know, he's not a jerk about it, but you're going to. He's just so hyper aware of what's happening, so sure. he, you know he reacts to things, and he doesn't mean anything bad by it. But but to people, you know, who are a little gun shy, that it would be like, oh, oh my god, he's you know. So at the him. first rehearsal, if you have one, you should play like intentionally, like when you guys start the no, song, no. start in the wrong key for like no. three or four notes, and then when he looks at you, just laugh and say, "I just wanted to see what your reaction would be." No, no, I don't even want to toy with it, man. <laughs> I don't even want to toy with it, dude. I remember one time we were we were working construction, and we were doing this, we were building this school, and they had a music studio in the school. So we were going back to look, you know, to, to meet the client and there's a guy in the studio and I'm with a, a, a contractor and the contractor is saying to the music guy, like, oh, dude, you got to hear this guy play drums. Like, you got you got a drum set here. Like, you got to let him play, you know? And I'm like, no, no, I don't want to play. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, I'm a drummer, too. He's like, cool, man. He's like, come back, check it out. So we're talking shop and stuff. And purposely, when I sit down, I start playing like really bad, like like all uneven and like all stuttery and stuff. And I'm like playing too fast for like a good like 15 seconds. I'm like really into it. And my buddy's looking at me. He's like and the guy who's in the studio from the school is looking at me like uh okay so after about 15 seconds i'm like oh dude you know what i'm like hang on a minute. I, got, I'm like, I have to adjust like, sorry the tension in my arm throws things off i have to adjust this and i'm like right. my shirt and then i turn around and i start playing like a real sweet like syncopated jazz thing with you know this big band feel with the, all kinds of you know the stuff called, like complete transition and i'm like yeah i don't know what happened man. sometimes it's just like if i'm not adjusted properly i can't play so they're, they're going to think right off the bat, you're a wise ass and. But that would be correct. Drummer. That would be correct. So be, <laughs> the first part would be correct. Um, right. But yeah, so think about that. If you had left that prior situation after our last conversation about it, discouraged and downtrodden, and you know, you would, you'd be attracting more of that to you. Right. But after that event, it's like, you're living your best life. Now we're the youngest we're ever going to be. We're comfortable with who we are, so there's nothing to prove to anybody. Therefore, right. we can create and be ourselves and have the purest essence of what we can bring to life itself. Uh, wow, that was well said. I hope somebody records that and puts it on there. Well, Steve, we have it recorded right here, so we can use it. Well, yeah, somebody take take our recording, make your own yes, little videos go. from it, make, make your yes. TikTok videos. Spread the love. I've been so into the reels thing, TikTok, everything. It's such I, I know yeah. most of this audience does not is not there, is not on on board with TikTok. So, but so what's I going wasn't on with the reels. What's going on? Two weeks two weeks ago, me knew really nothing about reels. A little mm -hmm. more than two weeks now. Really knew nothing about it. I I have TikTok on my phone, but I've never looked at it. And now I love it. It is it is such a great form of 
entertainment and communicating an idea in bite-sized form, you know, just quick to the point. Yeah. This is yeah. what I'm saying. So, um, I've been doing a lot of them and I might count. I'll tell you, do you remember what the count was up to when I talked to you last, uh, last time, last week? Do you remember what the number was? I want to say 63,000. Probably that sounds probably about right. It, it was probably a little less than that, but I'm up to maybe, maybe 53,000. It was something with three. Yeah. But I'm up to 232,393 at wow. this very moment. Approaching a quarter million, Steve. Yeah. So the goal by November 26th is 50 million views. So I'm making them just about every day, sometimes more than one a day. And coming up with new ideas, but I haven't had the one that has like really, really taken off. I have one that's got over 70,000 views, which is just one reel. So oh, that's pretty good, cool. Yeah. So mm -hmm. Dear audience, anybody watching, if you see the reels that I put up on the CBC page or in the group, please watch them and share them too. Yeah. So I get Post views. Share and them, make, watch them. Yeah. I need 50 million by November 26th and I need your help. It's You could just put, let it sit there and loop and not even watch it. That's what it, that's what reels do. And same thing, TikTok, it, it'll play and then it'll start at the beginning. It'll just keep looping unless you go on to the next one. So every time it loops, it gets counted as one view? Correct. So, okay, that's, so, what, so what would prevent you from having like five or six cell phones and computers hooked up to the internet I, and just going on the reel and let it play all day, every day, 24 hours a day? I think that's cheating. Yeah, and I'm sure nobody does that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's got to be a way to police it, right? Because, I mean, think about it. You could you very easily think. do that. I could be like, you know, I have I own a data center. I have 5,000 computers. Let me just hop on at night for the 12 hours that it's closed, and I'll go log on and loop, you know, 5,000 videos for 12 hours. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that would get I, if I had I'm five sure, cell phones, know? I would do that. I don't. Yeah. All right, so I got to catch up on comments. I'm sorry. Johnny Fever is um, – Sher Sherbrooke QC, what is QC? Quebec or Queenland City? I don't even know. Do you know what QC? I'm is? sure he'll let us know. No, QC is okay. usually quality control. Uh, Linda's in Yellowville, Arkansas. Nobody is quiet there. Everybody yells. <laughs> yes, they do in Yellsville. <laughs> Sunzu Da from India. What's up, Sunzu? Yeah, I love. Sun I've never been to India in my life, and I do want to go there at some point. Yeah. Uh, Shoot, I already said that. Uh, Barrett is in Livingston, Louisiana. What's up, Barrett? Drummer, he's a drummer down, boy. Down, down your neck of the woods. Right. Tony is uh, guitarsounds.b. You're at Belgium. Yeah. All right. Guitarsounds.b. So that's your, your website in your country. That's pretty cool. Eileen uh, I McDonald from Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, Canada. And FD in innumerable from the entire state of California. Gets around. And Eileen said, where do you play this at? What? I'm not sure. I don't understand that question. Where do you play this at? So maybe what other platforms can you get the pod podcast? The on? podcast, you can get it on the, in the uh, Cover Band Central Facebook group, on the Cover Band Central Facebook page, and the Cover Band Central YouTube channel. There is a link in the description. Go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel so you can get updated when we put up new videos and um, you can go see all the other ones that we've done. And how about for our audio? Oh, 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 oh okay. Eileen was the loop. Uh, so that's it's what I'm referring to is uh, uh, reels. Reels are a thing that you could do. They're little video clips and you can do them on Instagram. R-E-A-L-S. No, no, no. R-E-E-L-S. Reels. R-E-E-L-S. A Y L E S. Don't confuse Eels. Eileen. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to show. Her. And there's apps you can get on your phone to make really good reels, and they're free. I have one called InShot, and that's kind of the one that uh, most people use to make reels, and it's free. Actually, it's not free. I, it's ten bucks a year, nine ninety nine a year. So okay, all right. So we really got to get to our topic because we've been. Let's go, Steve. Yes, because Carlos right. is about to chime back in and ask what's going on. I'm sure. Right. So the the question I asked is, what is the 
what is an embarrassing thing that has happened to you or you have done on stage? <laughs> right? Embarrassing thing that you've done or you've seen or someone you've else has done, done or has either you've done or has happened to you. So like happened to you, it could be like something fell on your head and like you didn't do it, but something fell on your head and it was embarrassing. Hmm. Or something that you've done. But we're going to see just how varied these answers are, because I think they're going to be very varied. I'm sure they are going to be, Steve, much like when we had other questions posed, like best thing you've seen at a club or, you know, m most horrific thing you've seen at a gig or funniest thing you've seen at a gig, you know, in the crowd or, or on stage. Right. So let's check it out. We're going to share the screen here. I made it nice and big so everybody can see it well. Yeah, there you go. Right. Okay. So there we go. What's an embarrassing that has happened to you or you have done on stage? I asked this question uh, two nights ago at see at 5 40 p.m. Central Time. Yeah. So I was pretty close to the time. 274 comments. So okay. here we go. Let's see what we got. Jay Leon, pants fell down with no belt, but he rocked the solo. I'm assuming he was a guitar player. Because if your pants, you know, if your pants fall down when you're a drummer, then it's fine. That'd be kind of hard unless you were standing up. Right. Uh, Greg Wilson introduced the next band as the wrong name, <laughs> which is is certainly embarrassing. See, people are still answering this question. Dude, dude, I've been at a gig where the lead singer has said, like, welcome to, you know, Great Notch Inn, and we're at fucking another, you know, another venue, and people are like, what? <laughs> Hello, Cleveland. Dude, yeah, we're not there. It's, we're, we're, we're in Wichita. Hey, yeah. Cleveland. But not really embarrassing, more funny, you know, maybe embarrassing for that person. But okay. Dominic Zoki said leg cramp still played hobbling. Uh oh boy, that's Jeffrey Kerwin says our drummer saw his girlfriend being hit on during the middle of a song. He stopped playing the drummer, stopped playing in mid-song, jumped over his kit and ran into the crowd and sucker punched the guy. Needless to say, we were not asked back to the establishment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 You have to, boy. I mean, I've been in that situation where I'm on stage and my girlfriend's in the crowd and guys are talking to her. And you need, you need to be secure in who you are. I, yeah, you really do. But I've been in that situa situation where the girl is just, and you may remember. <laughs> But the girl may may have had one too many drinks and is Maybe. just Maybe. and as and is being a little bit inappropriate. And meanwhile, I'm on stage and I can see this because I am looking towards the crowd where you are, and mm -hmm. and uh, there's nothing I can do. I've I've I have certainly felt like dropping my bass and getting off stage and doing. Yeah, you didn't something. leap off the stage with like kung fu kick and just take the guy out. I have certainly felt that way, but I never did. But boy, that feeling is strong when that when that comes about. So, so it, it, it I guess it can be embarrassing. It, I guess so. I mean, it's not something you're proud of, anyway. No, I guess it would be more embarrassing, like you said, to get off and knock the guy out and then not get asked back. Right. Uh, Glenn Edder bled all over his drum set due to slicing an open finger during setting up. Good times, right there. Uh, da -da -da. oh boy, poor Jeremy. In high school, high school at a statewide jazz festival, my band received a best rhythm section award. Congratulations, that's pretty cool. In high school, yeah, the bass player and I met in the middle of the stage, coming from opposite sides. I went to give him a high five and missed, and 5,000 people roared with laughter at my misfortune. <laughs> so, the 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 Botched high five right in front of a big crowd. It's okay. Uh, Turn around, take a bow, and get your reward. Dan McDermott fell off the front of the county fair stage and was caught by, caught by an audience member. That's the birth of stage diving right there. there that you go. Dan discovered. Uh, uh, Larry Curry said, "Light tree fell on my head during during count in on the first song of the night." <laughs> nice. I was playing a gig where the drummer was. Uh, and we were all fired up, and the drummer's going to count the song. He goes, one, two, 
Oh, and a stick broke? Stick broke. I've done that where the first note of the song, like count in two, three, four, and on the downbeat, the bass drum beater goes right through the head. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, and it's stuck there. It doesn't come back out again, you know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's awful. And then when I was a kid, I can remember playing talent show one time, and same thing, like the first beat of the first song, I had like, like it's like eighth grade, so I had like uniform pants on, and I guess the, the bottom of the leg was like kind of bell-bottomy, and uh-huh. same thing, go to hit like the first thing of the kick drum, and the beater is inside my pant leg. And now it's stuck in there and I can't get it out. So right. It's like, you know, measure, measures are going by as you're trying to get your foot <laughs> untangled. And as soon as you get it free and step on the pedal, it's it's back in inside the cuff again. So that's so, so that's why roll, that's roll why your pant leg real quick. So that's why you guys guys wear shorts most of the time or a lot that's of time, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. So that no you prevent shirts that. And, and shorts this way you have no, no no nothing to get caught on. There's a meme out there with that, with the with the the, it, it, the yeah picture I'm thing. It, it, it's the so. struggle is real, it, it does exist. Uh, Dave Blixen, Blick, Blickstein, sorry, said, couldn't remember the name of a tune. The tune name I couldn't remember. <laughs> Dave's <laughs> unforgettable. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, uh, Barry White said, thought it would look cool, put glitter on my snare. Oh, yeah, that would be very cool. But look at his little guy, his little poop guy there. Exactly. Bad move because it looks cool in Van Halen videos when stuff's on fire. But then when you hit that drum and it explodes glitter everywhere, it's in your eyes, up your nose, all stuck in your face. Not good. Eileen said, my husband, when singing while singing, slid across the bar in his leather pants and was wet and everything went <laughs> off the bar. Like a slip and slide. Here we go. <laughs> right, right. Heads up, Johnny. Yeah. Pick up those drinks. Jennifer says, howdy, howdy, Jennifer. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, uh, I've had this happen before. I I haven't done it, but Carlos said, well, on my first gig, I skipped one verse and one chorus and went straight into the solo. The band followed suit, but they were like, what? (laughs) Well, dude, remember when we played that gig at the Chamber Oktoberfest? I think it was Thunder Road, and you're like, oh, man, I really don't want to play this song. Like, this this song sucks. I hate this song. No, no, and then we started playing it, and then Steve. Steve, yeah, Steve, Steve jumped Steve it. Steve yeah. played like the first verse and the chorus that went into the ending, and the song was over in like a minute and fifteen seconds. And I was like, and you were yes. like, yeah, I was like, yes. <laughs> He's like, what happened? It's like, what happened, dude? You totally botched the song. That's happened. That's happened before to, to with songs that I played, yeah. you know, hundreds of times where singers just yeah. they go to the. They go to the wrong <laughs> verse, and then then the band just kind of follows where it would have been. And you're in the outro, one one chorus, <laughs> right, and then you're right, out. Right. You're done. Right, that has happened definitely. Yeah, uh, uh, again, not uh, embarrassing, kind of funny, you know, <laughs> given the circumstances. Harold Swartwood Jr. said, "Not me, but my yeah, sure, not you." But he said, <laughs> "Not me, but my lead singer went to hit a high <laughs> note and shit his pants. He shit his pants on stage, and the look on his face was horrified." That's that's usually called a shart. Sometimes yes. you know you <laughs> think it's going to be a fart, and then whoop, no surprise. Uh, all right, so let's give back to the. There's a lot. I, I appreciate everybody jumping in here on this this topic because it's pretty funny. Um, it's 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 great to laugh at yourself, you know. What else we got? Uh, all right, uh, Mitch Skelton said, "Accidentally wrapped cable around my legs and almost face planted." Friends in the audience mm-hmm. slapping their asses off. <laughs> hey, look at that doofus almost killing himself. Yeah. Uh, uh, Justin Kaiser flat fell down flat on my back, Herman Munster style, pissed drunk. I don't know what Herman Munster style. Oh, I guess because he's stiff like Frankenstein. Yeah, like he's too bombed to stand up. Uh. Oh boy. Those are along the same lines. Perry Bean said I flooded the entire stage w- with lethal gas that did not clear out in the expected amount of time. It was so bad, it just stayed around for a really unacceptable period of time. <laughs> Very enjoyable gig that must have been. I you know, that's always happened to us. I said, like, what's that smell? What 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 is that smell? Is Where is that coming from? You look at everybody on stage. Was that you? It wasn't me. Was that you? Uh, uh, That's why as a drummer, you always have a fan kind of like to slightly behind you to the side. This way you get the right, air, but right. it kind of pushes everything away from you. This way you can just share with everyone. 
Right. Bill Carroll said he jumped off the top of his Marshall half stack and flipped it over. Uh, the amp head went kaput, and so did the show. Oh, boy. See, yeah. Trying to, trying I think I've seen things like that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, maybe I should have read these in advance so I know which because I'm like trying to read them all now. Might have been a good idea, Steve, but there's 250 right. of them. We're probably 10 percent. That's true. that's true. Uh, Joshua LaRose knocked himself out. He doesn't get into detail as to how. Uh, all right, so we'll read Tim. Tim's a, a good friend in, of Curvan Central and. He said, probably the most embarrassing thing that happened was in 1994. I jumped off a very high stage while playing a guitar solo. Oof. I'd say it was easily two feet high, so I don't know why I did that. After the solo, I knew my lead vocals were coming up soon, so I tried to get back on stage. My foot slipped, and I fell onto my guitar. Clang! <laughs> Excellent. The entire band was laughing their ass off at me, and I was so embarrassed. I managed to not break the neck, but... It was a bit out of tune, floating Floyd, Floyd Rose. Even if you don't fall off the stage, Tim, uh, Floyd Rose will go out of tune. Yeah. Um, I managed to get myself up and finish singing the song, but it was tough to deal with. Yeah, that's a tough one. Any kind of fall that happens is generally embarrassing. And that's, that's, it happened to me. I'll, I'll tell my, my one biggest one. I was, I just uh, had gotten done playing with my band on Bourbon Street, and this was many years ago. And then I walked down to uh, another club and I knew the people in the band and uh, the bass player. And he said, Hey, you want to come up and play? So I got up and played a song. We played Jump by Van Halen. And there was, I was on a, the back of the stage and there was a little lip that was probably about six, eight inches high to, to the next level, to down to the next level. And during the chorus of Jump, I decided to jump in the air. And, oh, might as well jump. Oh, Steve. And coming down, I hit this. I, I couldn't decide whether to fall forward or fall back mid-jump, and I ended up hitting the lip and just falling completely backwards. And, yeah, the whole bass, clang, clang, clang. Very, very <laughs> embarrassing. I remember reading an article with Alex Van Halen, and he used to, you know, light his drums on fire, put lighter fluid on the heads and do solos and have the fire everywhere. And at the end of the show, you used to, you used to see him in the posters. He'd be, like, standing up on top of the drums, you know? And he said he would get up, and he would, he would like, basically, like, run up the drum set and jump off the riser of the front of the drum set. And he said he jumped off the riser, and the shoelace of his shoe got caught on his tom mount. So oh. he jumped out and then got abruptly stopped and <laughs> crashed down and then dragged the drum set down on top of him. I think he broke his arm. Oh, yeah. See, when there's an injury, like it just happened to Vince Neal recently and, and where he uh, fell off stage and broke something. Yeah. Broke his foot or his, or his leg. And then people are, lots of people are making fun of him. But, you know, I don't know. Vince kind of. Hey, a lot of people have fallen off the stage, you know. Dave yeah. Grohl Dave Grohl did. Yeah. But he made, leg, Dave you know? Grohl made a whole thing out of it where it was super cool. Yeah. He had his little Grohl throne. Right, that he sat in with his foot up, sitting down, jamming. I mean, that's if if that's not the most tenacious and uh, driven person in the music industry, I don't know who is Dave Grohl. He doesn't let anything stop him, and not only not not let him stop him, but he makes something of it that's creative and fun, and and yeah. Yeah, because so. he navigates, you know, the, the the challenges of life with a, a good perspective and a positive attitude, can-do attitude, and he's not going to give up. You know, if something right. comes up in the way, he just figures out a way around it, over it, under it, through it, whatever it takes. Like you said, right. tenacity, dude, passion, key yes. factors, and I've had this happen, Tyler, so many times. Tyler Cannon said, "Had a shoddy strap on my bass mid set, it popped off, and my oh, bass fell to the ground." Somehow yep. didn't break anything. I, I've had that happen so many times where a strap lock breaks or a strap breaks and like mid song. And I've never actually dropped the bass. I always end up. You always caught it. I was Well, because my left hand's on it. So as soon as the instinct kicks in, as soon as that falls, my left hand grips. And, you know, right. and I've never actually dropped it. But I've had straps break so many times. It's not even funny. Jimmy R Rust. Oh, boy. Rust Ciolo. Uh, walking the bar 
and got walking the bar and got hit with a ceiling band, uh, ceiling fan blade. <laughs> so that's like you're up, you're you're getting the crowd into you. You're yeah, like you yeah. decide to get up on the bar and you're Boom. walking like you think you're going bam. Yeah, brutal. Yeah, Jeremy sang the same verse twice, and that has happened to just about every singer. You just like, or or you sing verses out of order. Yeah. But yeah, if you sing, because I've had this out because I sing sometimes, and if you you have to figure out what you want to do if if the uh, if you start singing and you start singing the second verse, when it comes to the second verse, you have to make a decision right there. Do I sing the first verse because I didn't sing it yet, or do I just sing that second verse again? Or if you catch yourself and you sing the first line of the second verse first, then you just sing the second line correctly. Pretend like, you know, you just keep going. Unless you're oh. too far into it and then you've already sang three quarters of it before you realize it, you know? Yeah, that's that's a, a decision you got to make on the fly. That's an audible right there. That's an audible. That's a, a an internal An internal audible. Right. Yeah, you're not discussing you're not, it. Yeah, anybody. you're not asking anybody or directing them. You're just doing it. Uh, okay. That's good though, man. That's an important thing, right? Recovery. Like we okay. all have embarrassing stuff, but it's all how you recover from it. That's true. But Peter Norton said our keyboardist had a mental breakdown and started screaming at the crowd. <laughs> Worst thing I've been a part of embarrassing as hell. I've, I've been in that, a similar situation where the singer was berating the crowd and everybody left. Oh man, that was, that was, a, it, it happened just like that, man. Well, I mean, he wasn't berating the whole crowad. He was just berating a couple people. And it, the, just the thing he said, the way he said it, just set everybody like, oh, God. Old. Wow. Everybody left. And we were, the stage was right by the the exit or entrance to our right. So it was like everybody that was leaving was walking past the stage and clipping <laughs> us the bird. And oh, my God, that was horrible. Excellent. Excellent. I played a gig one time and the bass player had too much to drink and was not in a foul mood. And we started getting into like an argument on the stage, like about songs and he was playing stuff wrong. And it's like, dude, get it together. And he was like, I'll get it together. All right. And he packed up his shit and just walked off the stage and left oh, the gig. And then we were like, does anybody know how to play bass? Does anyone live close by? I would I love that. Bass? That's one of my fantasies yeah. is yeah. to be in the audience, to be like, you know, yeah, the dude does just anybody split. know how to play bass? So one guy was like, I have a bass, but I live like 15 minutes away. So it's like a half an hour round trip. We're like, go get it, dude. So in the meantime, like the keyboard, we play left-handed left bass, you know, on the keyboard. We struggled through some tunes. We did right. some other tunes, like more like acoustic. We like we made it through the night, you know, but uh, it was definitely. And then the guy came back and he was not that good. So after like two songs, we're like, yeah, it's okay. It's almost over, buddy. We're good. Thanks. Like, you know, <laughs> right. appreciate it. He's like, dude, I just drove all this way to get my stuff. Like, what are you talking about? Right. Yeah, like you don't know any of the songs and we're not making stuff up. Uh, George Vane said, drum stool collapsed in the middle of a song, disappeared from view to the <laughs> bewilderment of the rest of the band. Of course, yes, of course. <laughs> but played through it standing up. Good thing it was a slow yeah. song. I've, I've seen drums, drum, drum thrones happen. Things happen with that where, where drummers have had to play standing up. That's not often, but it's happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh oh oh no virgil lee gattenby was doing fine until the tv camera crew zoomed in he had a cindy brady moment i guess forgot the lyrics when the camera went live no <laughs> at the time i could play in front of ten thousand people no problem playing in front of a camera was an unknown brain lock national tv by the way billy billy graham live oh boy yeah wow so indeed uh Take it away, Stevie. Yeah. Robert Fattori, no sound. Big crowd in the 80s. No sound. You're you're like rocking, but there's no sound. Uh, uh Eric fell off the back of the drum riser. Another throne broke. Christopher Gonzalez said his throne broke. Uh Dylan played a two-hour festival set with his fly down. <laughs> <laughs> pretty fly i've definitely had fly down before yeah <laughs> fly that's a good name for a band steve fly down extra come we're fly down that is a pretty good name fly down out and about louis sanchez sanchez fell on stage 
fell on stage. Yeah. Huh. The falling on stage is. Happens, you know. Uh, yeah. Al forgot the lyrics. So forgetting the lyrics thing is a big one. Uh, the Newsome, the chain on kick pedal, last song. Luckily, I kicked the better batter head with my foot for sound. Oh, yeah. That's why, listen, you always got to bring an extra snare and an extra pedal. Right. You know, an extra head, uh, always extra kick drum head, you know? Michael says dropping drumsticks, but that doesn't even seem embarrassing to me. That just seems normal. Everyday right? event. Yeah, sure. Yeah. If you're flipping them around and trying to do theatrics with them. Randy Adams fell backwards into my bass amp and got stuck at a 45 degree angle. That's got pretty funny. Stuck, stuck there. <laughs> just, just stuck there. That's that, that's very spinal tap to me. Look at that guy doing limbo over there, dude. How cool. No, he's not doing limbo. He's stuck. <laughs> uh, okay, I remember yeah. playing a gig one time and the guitar player, when the, just when the solo comes, you know, he's doing like, he wants to come like marching out, you know, out to the front of the stage. And as he's marching out, he steps on his cable and pulls it out of the guitar. Then takes like three more steps before he realizes that it's not plugged in anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, stop, look, what's going on? Oh man, look back, gotta go find the cable. By that time, the solo's half over, you know? Uh... So what do you do in a case like that, Steve? You just keep going, laugh at the guy? No, what we did is we played through him and he got his act together and he got, you know, collected himself and went back to the top of the solo. <laughs> Brought him back in again. Let him there you go. Dean Erickson said keyboard stand collapse, which I, I without seeing any sort of video of it, I, the visual of to, to me is funny. Yeah, probably the keyboard stand just fucking collapses. Says, Boom, right on the ground. Chuck Gibson said, missed a stick on a four count, even further embarrassment. It's on YouTube. We're lucky, Tony, that because we in our in our heyday, in our youth, there was no YouTube. There was no Internet. There were no cell phones. I wish Nobody there was, was. Believe me. <laughs> do you? Yeah. Oh, I I'm do. glad there's not. I have archives of things, but it's like Polaroids and like, you know, like real like old video of some things. But, oh, God, I wish we had like if we had cell phones when we were kids. Forget about it, man. We all be millionaires now. Right. Jeff Clark and Kevin Brown both saying that they started a, a song in the wrong key. And uh, that has definitely happened. Not to me. I've never done it. Me neither. But, but, uh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> but other people have done it where I come in and I'm not playing in the same key as they are. <laughs> what are you doing? But I'm playing in the right key. You uh, think. Allegedly. No, I am. I, I, I don't do. I don't. Screw that up. Uh, okay. It's hard. There's some long ones here, and it's hard for me to read them quick. And then, yeah, yeah, but we can, we can keep the banter going while you're while you're looking for them, Steve. Right. Uh, forgot the lyrics to "Old Time Rock and Roll" in a biker bar. Oh boy. Hey, listen, Doug. What you need to do is just take those old records off the shelf and listen to them by yourself. Pretty much by yourself, yeah. Because today's music, it's it ain't got the same soul. I like that old time rock and roll, and so do the bikers, probably. Yeah, you see what I did there, right? Okay, I did see what you're doing, Steve. But <laughs> I, you didn't talk about going to the disco or anything either. No, so I'd rather hear some blues or funky old old soul. Really? There's a, well, there's only one thing that gets me to go. I and like that, that old time that rock and roll. Old time rock and roll. Yeah, okay. that's plausible. <laughs> Dave Hamilton, our buddy from Gig Gab. Yeah, Gig Gabber. What do you got? We love Gig Gab podcast. Go check those guys out. That was uh, kind of what inspired us to do what we do. But uh, he yelled at a bandmate on stage. I've done that, and I've been yelled at. Hmm. I don't do that anymore. That's no. That's a big no no. Yeah, no, you don't typically yell at people on stage. It's kind of unprofessional looking. Right. Uh, Matt Cascarella went to take my mic off the stand to run around and cracked myself in the face and slit my lip open. Had to sing the last 10 songs bleeding profusely. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I've definitely injured myself on stage too where I, where I was bleeding. 
uh oh janie we got we got finally a female answer here she said wardrobe malfunction i didn't realize my entire nipple had popped over the bra while i was performing filmed photographed can't be taken back janie send us a link to uh see the caravan <laughs> central so Where, I can, proudly so i can see if it really really happened yeah, I, really, I need to verify this you do steve report back on that yes um yeah, and Dave said he went the same way. Uh, Things happen, you know. Oh, Dave, Ricky broke a string during Star Spangled Banner on 4th of July. I was a bartender and the band pumped me up, made my debut, and effed it up a long time ago in a far-off land. Mm -hmm. Francis Bryant split my pants wide open. Thankfully, it was the last song of the night. I remember having a broken cymbal, and every time I was like wailing on it or riding on it, pieces would like shrapnel would come <laughs> with projectiling off in the direction of the keyboard and and uh, bass player. Oh man, Eddie friend fell off the stage. Uh, all right, Tim Hines opening for classic rock lineup: Three Dog Night, Guess Who, and Dirt Band, and some others in the early '90s. Forgot my guitar tuner. Used our guitar players in his rack that had an LED display, and in the summer sun, didn't realize it had tuned to E flat. Whoops! Oopsie! Yep. Half step. The half step. The half step off is the worst. It's the, the most. Dog <laughs> it's the most brutal. I, I mean, I had this happen to me recently. Even the last gig I played when we were opening for the thing uh, for the maiden for, for, man, the, yeah. for the maiden man, yeah. We did songs that were in standard, and we did songs that were in a half step down, like uh, "Welcome to the Jungle," huh? which which Guns N' Roses, which is a half step down. So what they did, the way they they put the set list together was all the songs that are a half step down were first, and then the standard songs were next. So we didn't have to. You only had to, the guitar players only had to switch guitars once. Right, right, right. But for me, I the the guy who asked me to do it, he gave me a pedal where you can change the tuning, and you just click on it, and it you know changes. You, you set it half step, yeah, yeah. You set it like a half step. So I have it set to half step to start, and we do we start the first few songs. We're doing great. Everything sounds great, and then it came up to a song where it was in standard. And I went and I clicked the pedal and then we start playing the guitar player or the band starts playing the song and I'm in and I'm like, what? That doesn't sound right. Wait. And then I look at the guitar player and he didn't switch guitars. So he's still a half step down. So oh. I'm playing in standard, a half step off. <clears throat> I'm playing. I'm like, you know, I'm playing like, and then, uh, but definitely a half step off. And I'm like, I don't, but, and I could barely hear myself, but I'm like, that's, that's not, that's not right. So, so I, you I went. Did you step on the pedal and get. I oh. stepped on the pedal and I got in the right key. <laughs> and I'm glad I heard it. And 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 then I looked at him and I was like, "Isn't this in standard?" And he's like, "Oops." Right. So you know, those are the fun things that happen when you're. Yeah, those are the things you actually, gotta quickly react to and come up with a solution. You know, without yeah. anybody knowing about it. What is that? Possible. What kind of a comment is that, Bruce? <laughs> Thanks, Bruce. That's a very encouraging comment. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> but oh it wasn't you goodness. that was playing in the wrong. It wasn't me. I wasn't the one that screwed up. You were the Bruce. one that solved the problem, Bruce. I, on, exactly, now. Bruce. Not you, Bruce. This other guy. <laughs> I got a Bruce over here too. He thinks I'm yelling at him. He's DL Stubbs. I like to walk into my mic stand face first. It's always good. Gil Ross knocked my harmonica case on the floor and they spilled all over the stage. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, Christina sang without realizing my black shirt was completely see-through under the stage lights. Again, Christina will need to verify this. So please send an email to Steve at covervancentral.com with the photos right. so I can make sure that verify and make sure it's correct. Uh Oh my God, that's even the completely wrong. Paul Butler played the completely wrong song. He said, played just a girl when the rest were playing You Ought to Know, <laughs> which are in two different keys. You Ought to Know is an F sharp and Talk just about a, girl a, is a D. Yeah. Uh, and same thing with Samuel here. When the drummer yelled, REM, 
and I launched into the one I love while the rest of the band was playing Losing My Religion. Uh-huh. So, well, you know, it's both the same band. People will figure it out. You know, it's not for you. It's not your job to make sure that an audience understands what you're doing. That's right. Let them it's, figure it they're out. They're there to enjoy it. Yeah. Your artistic expression. <laughs> whatever it may be. Jazz Odyssey. Uh, oh, no. That didn't happen. I'm not even reading that, Steve. Steve James. SJ. Uh, those are my first two names, by the way. Stephen James. There you go. That's my middle name is James. Oh, really? Yeah. Me too. Rodney McVeigh said for for he forgot to plug my cord all the way into the amp. Couldn't figure out why there wasn't any sound. I think that's happened to every guitar player and bass player and keyboard player. That never happens to drummers. No. Uh, Kimberly chips my front two on the mic. That's Oof. I've never chipped it, but I've definitely hit it, and that's the that's a painful feeling. Oh yeah, or when people in the crowd are smashing into the mic stand and blasting the people in the face with it. Right. Again, never experienced that, but I've seen plenty of guitar players and singers taking mics to the face. Right. And Jim, another fashion. chip. Jim Chip McGrath stepped off a drum riser, not really I was on realizing I was on the risers, took out the keyboard player. He was not happy. Yeah, he probably wasn't. Yeah, because if you fall and hurt yourself, that's one thing. But if you fall on somebody else and hurt them. Yeah, that's probably not good. Yeah. Uh uh, I remember being at this party and watching like a 300 pound guy fall on a 120 pound girl, blow her oh into the blow her into the table, like take the table out, food flying. Yeah, yeah, that's brutal. Rough. Old time rock and roll again, Keith Nordquist. I was ripping the sax solo on old time rock and roll and decided I was going to get up on the table. It didn't go well. Yeah, the tables, you know, it, it's tough when you think like you think you're invincible. You're on that stage and you see that table and you think I can go stand on that. And, and Dude, I you don't playing... know that the, the integrity of the table is not what you think. Yeah, not a good idea. It's probably like a bar table with, you know, a, a single pole in the middle with three or four feet on the bottom. And it's very unstable. But I can remember playing Dark Side, John Cafferty, Beaver Brown Band and the sax solo coming and. Jimmy, the keyboard player, having like a flugelhorn patch mistakenly queued up and the solo coming and it being like, <laughs> and the guy, and the, the people in the audience right next to him were like, oh, come on, man. And he's like, as he's butchering through the solo, he's trying to find the sound and he gets turned back on again, just in the nick of time as the solo was over. Uh, that was Jolene, that's a good one. Jolene Evans likes this one and has listed a few a bunch here tambourine flew out of my head hand and hit the bass player on the head it was she was totally stunned didn't know what happened uh walked off from the stage stumbled forward got pulled back flat on my ass stepped off stage again forgetting lyrics and slipped on confetti all right hmm I want to get a safety harness, tether yourself to the stage so you can't fall off. That's right. This is a good way to sell a stage musician state safety equipment. Yes. <laughs> That's our the <laughs> safety stage. Protect yourself. Uh oof, yeah. I mean, I think like you said, oh. there's you know, the typical everyone's always forgetting lyrics, playing wrong parts, playing in the wrong key playing the wrong song when the other band's playing the song, going to stuff too early, playing choruses where verses are supposed to be, butchering the solo, going right. to the ending too early. These are all things that are all, you know. They're very common. We all experience very them, common. so you shouldn't be embarrassed. Kathy Beck, our friend, my friend from, uh, our friend from Jersey, bass player, great singer and bass player, she said her bass amp started smoking on stage. That was a smoking not allowed, cigarettes. It's not, allowed in, it's not allowed indoors anymore. Right. <laughs> Smoking cigarettes or smoking weed, because, you know, those are two different things. That would definitely depend on the performance afterwards. <laughs> All right. We got time for a couple more as we view more answers. 
There's a bunch of people like people urinating on stage or anything like that. No, I haven't seen those. No. Okay. See, there's some nudity ones. There's there's peeing in your pants ones. Yeah. But not peeing on purpose. Right. Uh. Uh. Okay. Uh, Danny Varis said, my hair got stuck in the bass player's tuners while headbanging. That's definitely <laughs> happened to me. Or to that's definitely happened to singers. Yeah. I, I think that happened with when I was playing in Cashmere with Gene. I seem yeah. to remember that with, with Gene. Some, I'm getting some his point. hair stuck in someone's instrument? In mine, in my headstock. Oh, like in, there you go. Do you have a scissor you know, or pocket knife real quick? Just like, no, I think cut he him, just head, cut him loose. head I think he just head banged it out. Head banged it in, head banged it out. Were you left with with hair like when, like when you hit probably and it like puffs the hair stuck in the grill? Was there, you know, his hair remnants on your base? Probably, and I should have saved it and put it and taken a a picture and had it autographed. Yeah, put it in a Ziploc bag and sell it on eBay. Special bonus with the book. (laughs) Lock of Jean's hair. Right. Uh. Oh, that's funny. Sorry, it's not funny. But Jim Husek, he fell off the back of a flatbed trailer when leaned back to hit his cymbals during Barracuda. He fell upside down into a pile of bushes. Well, at least he was safe and secure. Yeah. All right. So you can see these go on and on. If anybody wants to read all these or, yeah. or comment on their own, go ahead and join the Cover Band Central group. If, you, if you're not a part of it, it's on Facebook. It is facebook.com slash group slash Cover Band Central. It's the biggest, most active group of musicians on the the facebook's and is the, the internet's bestest and most goodest bestest and best most goodest be. yes yeah. best it couldn't be any gooder no more gooder than that yes we got a but few more they, here you know, don't be embarrassed steve when you know you got people gotta understand we all laugh it off and when it, when it happens it can be traumatic at the time that you think it is but you know depending how you handle it right it, it, is whether you just brush it off and keep going and laugh at yourself with everyone laughing at you is probably the best way to get through it, right? Because then you don't want to be scarred for the balance of the tune or the balance of the night. You have to just get over it and move on, you know? That is correct. And you seem to think, like, in your own thoughts that everybody's going to remember this, everybody's going to think I'm whatever. But that's not the case, you know? People, it happens to everybody. So people are sympathetic and understanding, and they're not sitting around thinking about it as much as you are. So, you know. It's okay to laugh at yourself and it's okay to let it go too. Yeah. Just have fun. Just have fun. There's a lot of comments here that came up and I'm sorry I didn't read all these because they're very long and it's hard to put big long comments on the screen because they cover up our faces. But uh, but thank you guys for all participating. I really appreciate it. And anybody wants to check them out that's listening to the audio podcast, you can go, like I said, Facebook group. There is a Cover Band Central Facebook page and the YouTube channel and the website. Did I mention the website yet today? You did. I did. And judging from the amount of comments too, you're not alone. So everyone has mishaps, right? So That's it's right. not like you're the only one. There's, you know, tens of thousands of people out there from amateur to professional that right. are encountering things that they're unexpected. Right. And all of them are on coverbandcentral.com. You can yes, go there and are. sign up for a profile for you, your band or both. It is free. And there's a lot of other goodies on coverbandcentral.com. There's a ton of articles uh, that are helpful for you as a working musician. Learn, read those, learn them, study them, read them again, study them, put them into practice. This stuff works. Um, I've been doing this for a very, very long time. Me and Tony both, and uh, you know, we're, we're students of the whole thing, and we like to disseminate this information to you. And we're students we of life, Steve, not just music, right? That's what wisdom was all about. That is correct. It could be any topic that is a positive thing that'll make everyone's life better. And what's yes. better than playing music Nothing. or listening to music? Nothing. Nothing. Thank you guys for watching and listening. Um, do all those things that I said and have a great week. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. We'll see you next week.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.